Hello, fellow Rebel Capitalists. Hope you're well. So new data that just came out reveals the housing market bubble will pop as a result of, Josh, you know the answer to this? Airbnb. The Airbnb, that's right. For those of you who haven't followed the story, Airbnb is taking up a bigger and bigger and bigger portion of the overall real estate stock in the United States. And the idea is because it's all consolidating into these kind of weak hands, if you will, they're definitely not diamond hands, uh, that once the occupancy rates start to go down, they normalize. Now, all of a sudden, they've got negative equity and boom, the price, since the price is set at the margin for the housing market, that's what really brings down prices. But let's go into this a little bit further, Josh, because most people... Uh, might not realize that the overall housing market has already started to decline. So there, there's a lot to unpack here. But first and foremost, let's go right over to Zero Hedge and check out this article. I, really good article. I, I read most of this. And this is from Charles Q. Smith via Of Two Minds blog. I want to give him full credit there. So, uh, He's done a ton of research on this Airbnb bubble or the Airbnb speculative bubble that uh, I thought about, but I obviously didn't do as much research as he did. So, and let's check out some of these charts. Really fantastic. So I need to somehow get this smaller. There we go. Okay. So hopefully I can click on that. I can, but it's not that big. Well, the bottom line is he goes back to the Case-Shiller Index and looks at the bubble of 2006 prior to the GFC. So he calls it the rise from 1991 to 06 that is represented by this blue line. And it went from zero on the index, using that as a starting point, all the way up to 109. Now we're going to get into some inflation-adjusted numbers in just a moment, but for the, for the time being, let's just focus on this chart in particular. So then he compares that rise to the 2012 to 2022, where it went from zero, a starting point, call it in 2012, uh, to where we are now up 174. So up much higher. Now keep in mind, this is nominal. than the 109 that we saw from 1991 to 06. And then most of you recall from 06 to 2012, that's when the housing market, quote unquote, crashed. Now, the mistake that a lot of people make is they think of a housing market crash and they're like, what are you talking about, George? That's 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 not happening. I, housing prices in my area are going up. Well, they say, oh, I don't see any, the housing prices aren't down by 50%. But what they fail to understand is that housing never crashes in two weeks. It just gradually grinds lower and lower and lower. And remember, we have to adjust for the rate of inflation. But this chart, and we're going to get to that moment, this chart nominal. So the blue dotted line represents the decline from 06, 2012, goes down by 50 points. And so far, everyone is, isn't even, you know, the thing, are we in a housing market crash? Are we not? Well, according to this, we are. In fact, housing prices are going down a lot faster then they went down from 2006 to 2007. So already down, as indicated by this black dotted line, already down 16. But let's get back into the article where he goes into some further nuance here. So housing globally is in a bubble. I would completely agree. 
uh, which were constantly assured isn't a bubble. As I discussed yesterday, okay, the bubble is fundamentally an artificial central bank government policy, okay, uh, who are incentivized to outbid. So what he says, basically they drop rates to zero. So everyone's got to go out the risk curve. So all of these hedge funds and retail mom and pop investors have to, they're starved for yield. You got to figure out how do I get this? And what came up was, ah, Airbnb, because I can take a property that would have negative cash flow if I rented it out for six months or a year. But that means that let's just say I'm renting it out for $2,000 a month on a six month lease. That means that you're renting out at, at X per night. But if you rent it out on Airbnb, now all of a sudden you can charge X plus Y. You can charge a, a, a far greater premium because you're renting it out by the night instead of a six month or a year long term. So people said, oh, well, this is the way I can get yield. I can take a property, buy it for $500,000, and I can actually get it to, to yield a positive cash flow, assuming my uh, occupancy rate is like 90%. But what happens if your occupancy rate goes down to 70%? Because everyone and their mom is buying these Airbnbs, or we have a recession, or both. Then you go from being positive cash flow whoop, straight down to negative cash flow. And these properties have to go back to the bank. Very similar to what happened when people took out all these liar loans in 2004, 5, 6. So, you know, what was the net result? Well, when the interest rates adjusted, they had to sell. And so you say, well, George, that doesn't apply to anyone now because they've got a 30 year fixed rate mortgage. Right. But that's dependent upon that cash flow coming in from the Airbnb. They can't afford that mortgage payment just with uh, what they make in their job. So although the um, variables may be slightly different, the net result is the exact same. And that you're forcing a large portion of homeowners into this category where they have to give the keys back to the bank. And then as we all know, the prices of the overall housing stock in the United States is set on the margin. So right now, let's say we've got 500,000 homes for sale. Okay, great. We've got 150,000, excuse me, 150 million homes. So whatever price those 500,000 homes sell for, that's going to impact the price of the other 150 million homes, even if those people aren't selling. See how this works. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks, and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow Rebel Capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. Well, George, I, I think what could be just as important is who is actually staying at these Airbnbs. It's most likely skewed younger and who is 
most likely going to have to pay back their student loans uh, October 1st. So what's going to happen to the occupancy rates in a month or two? Uh, Great gonna... point. Great point. Great point. Yeah. So so I think baby boomer, boomers and my, uh, you know, Gen X, I think we still kind of favor hotels. Um, not not everybody, but the, the Josh's age group, the millennials and the Gen Z definitely favor Airbnbs. And so to his point, that's the demographic other than Jerry at 75. <laughs> if, you watch, if you watched my last video, you'll know the inside joke there. Uh, most of the, the individuals that have to start paying back their student loan debt October 1st were the individuals that were renting these Airbnbs, to Josh's point. And once that demand dries up, then what happens to the occupancy rate? And then more and more and more of these people that were forced out the risk curve to try to get this yield now are in that category of people that can't make that mortgage payment. Keys go back to the bank. Therefore, the prices of the existing housing stock, even though it's low supply, goes down. That impacts the prices of the other 150 million homes that are in the United States. And that impacts equity. That impacts spending further. So getting back to the article here, a systematic driver of this bidding war for rental properties is the Airbnb model of monetization, monetizing individual properties to compete with hotels and resorts for lodging. Another article I read the other day is how uh, hotels, because they have economy of scale, are now undercutting the Airbnbs. So, you know, when Airbnb first came out, that was like a, a cheaper type of hotel. But now with the housing prices skyrocketing, they have to increase the prices that they charge on the Airbnbs. And now uh, a lot of these hotels are actually a better price when you include all the taxes and the cleaning fees that you have to pay with an Airbnb. So another interesting chart. Wow, this is really extensive, isn't it, Josh? So he's got the U.S. population in blue and then looks like the year is in yellow. And then this dotted line, housing units per capita. So that housing units per capita, huh, I did not realize that. So that's actually higher than it was in 2006. Wow. I always thought that that was way lower. Well, there's a housing shortage, George. That's all you hear. Maybe they're talking single family home and maybe what they're doing here is including apartment, something like that. But yeah, that's it. And also too, look, Josh. This is since 2020. So back in 2020, but over the last three years, you've had a, a housing boom as far as the, the new home builders. Maybe that's, you know, what's going on here. And I just haven't paid much attention to this over the last two years. I just kept hearing supply low, supply low, supply low. But maybe these new home builders have actually created a lot of housing stock in the last, uh, even in the last year. Wow. So then you see the number of units total. So it looks like, uh, I'm guessing that's millions. So 145 million housing units total. There is a lot to unpack in that chart. But let's shoot over to this website, Guru Focus, which always has this pop-up of Warren Buffett for some reason. And here I want to show you a chart. This is Case Schiller 20 City Composite. So that's where the Airbnb guy is getting his data. And uh, we can see that this is inflation adjusted. Prices... As of the, the April 2022, where, damn it, these pop-ups are crazy on this website. It's worse than Zero Hedge, for heaven's sakes. I won't, I won't move the little pointer thing, and hopefully that'll fix it. But you can see how we're at 330. So we're much higher 
even when you adjust for inflation. And prices have come down significantly. Now, they've popped a little bit, but let's go over to, of course, a Warren Buffett pop-up. Let's go over to the percentage change. And I think what's even more interesting is this year over year. Look at that. So here's our zero percentage. So anything above that are price gains adjusted for inflation and everything below that. Jeez, Josh. Call Warren for me. I know you got him on speed dial, Josh. Could you please call Warren Buffett and tell him to stop popping up on this guru focus while we're trying to do this live stream here? Okay, anyway, getting back to this, we've seen a decline. And uh, look, it's it's pretty much lines up with what you saw. Dang it. So it's not about the pointer thing. It's just, I guess it's on a timer for heaven's sake. All right, so... Back in 2005, that's when we started to see prices decline. And then year over year, 2006, and they kind of, we get some volatility, right? Before they really start to go down in 2006. So I would guess, and even when they do, you kind of see a bump higher and then start to plummet. Nothing goes down in a straight line. So you can see this little leg up here would be very consistent with the housing market decline that we saw in 2005, 2006, where the increases in prices year over year started to decline till they got to zero. And then they went straight down to where they got to a point in 2008 or nine, where we are at negative 20%. And you look at what we did this last year and it was negative, negative 5%. So I know it doesn't feel like we're in a housing market crash right now, but when you look at the inflation adjusted metrics, it would suggest otherwise. And then you layer on top of that, what could be this Airbnb bust, you can see how it could take us to that next leg where even nominal prices continue to decline. All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market capitalism. And if any of you know Warren Buffett personally, please do call him and tell him not to pop up in the next live stream. <laughs> All right, see you in the next video, guys.